0: Shut up and sit down. Hey, everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast. Um, New Mutants movie review. Forgot what the hell I was going to say. Movie um, review? Movie- it's COVID. COVID. How did we go to a movie? I don't know, but we did. But if uh, you just stumbled across this here, check us out at kfpodcast.com or the KF Podcast on all your social media sites. And wherever you get your podcasts from, look at KF podcast. look us up, listen to the Weekend Review, and anything else that we do. But today, we actually went to a movie for the first time since March. Bloodshot was yeah. the last movie we saw on the trailer. Right. Just me and Justin, No Ken. Lance, no Lance, no uh, Brock. Just us. Just the two. Who, what,
1: six other people? <laughs> Something like that. There wasn't very many people there.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, they had horrible popcorn.
1: Yeah, the popcorn wasn't very good. Um, it
0: tastes like it's been there since March. <laughs> the, the caramel corn that I got, that shit was horrible. Yeah,
1: the butter, I, I think the butter had been in that machine since March. It
0: was like a brick, that caramel. Remember how much it weighed? Yeah, it was heavy. It was so bad. <laughs> Tasted like absolute horchette. It was terrible. I, w- I was pleasantly surprised at the seating, though. Yeah. They've done a lot of renovations since they've been closed. Yeah. Our theater crammy, new New seating, new everything. Pretty good. Oh, excuse me. So, we're gonna spoil this movie, right? Yeah,
1: there's there's no sense in doing non-spoilers.
0: On the Weekend Review, we'll do some non-spoilers. Yeah, yeah. So, go out and listen to Weekend Review when you're non-spoilers. But this is Full-on spoilers. Give him the warning. Spoilers! And there you go. Oh, shit, that was loud. <laughs> me and Justin are sitting at his desk, and, like, we're, we're so out of sorts here. Because he's, like, facing the screen. I'm, like, just sitting next to him, <laughs> like I'm shadowing him on his jaw. <laughs> I'm, uh, trying,
1: I'm trying to turn around so I can actually face the microphone now. And
0: you have to kind of, like, stare at me, and I stare <laughs> at you. It's very weird. It's a very strange scenario. Well, if
1: I could find the laptop, or the, the cord for my laptop, this wouldn't be a problem. Maybe
0: if you put some of this shit way <laughs> cut me some slack it just needs to be functional <laughs> then we can find it but anyway we're going to review we're going to spoil this movie this is what this is new mutants um let's just give some general thoughts on it first because i was confused i was a little
1: confused because i don't really know the power set of really any of the of the new mutants in the in the movie mm-hmm. um I did enjoy the movie though. And it's it's very possible that it's just because it's the first movie I've seen in a the theater since March. Maybe. But I found myself at the end disappointed knowing that this is it. We're not yeah. we're not gonna get anything else other than right. this. Right. Um and I kinda wanted to see where the characters would go, mm-hmm. which tells me I must have
0: enjoyed the movie.
1: Um
0: now, so this movie and this is a spoiler, this fits perfectly in between X-Men Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. Fits right in the middle. Because if you remember the end of Dark Phoenix, uh, of X-Men Apocalypse, that lab that Weapon X destroys, the Essex Corporation comes through with an Essex briefcase, and they're sampling mutants, and they do all that. This leads, like, right into it. Because Essex is all about the people that own this facility and all that. It's Mr. Sinister. Yeah, yeah. So, if... It was still continuing in an x-men realm this is a nice little diversion path with some newer mutants which makes sense and a little like separate story that does not involve the x-men because they reference the x-men they reference professor x yeah and then you're right it just dies at the end like i think they should have left a secret ending in where xavier and storm show up to recruit them why not what yeah. does it matter? I mean, you're not doing anything with it. There's no way this movie fits into the Marvel Universe timeline. No, you can't interject it because they've already dropped X-Men and mutants, which they haven't even touched on yet. Yeah. So, and you can't. could, and and
1: it was they made it a point in several scenes to to date this in the 90s because yeah. they kept whenever they were you're in there. Watching their, Buffy the Vampire yeah, Slayer. Yeah, they were watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Yeah. So if they were to somehow say this was like. Related, they would be much older now.
1: Yeah, you couldn't, I mean, these guys would be... Yeah. I mean, I guess you could move forward, recast the characters, yeah. move forward and say that these, they're now older, and maybe start, like, which you would hate, the first X-Men movie, like, the first team we get maybe is the old un, the old New Mutants. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah, I, I know, I mean, I love, I'm very passionate about these characters, I've always liked them my whole life. So it was cool seeing some versions of them. But it's a pointless movie. Like, if you watch this... I don't know why anybody would ever want to watch this movie again. Like, because it's not a movie that's built to be a standalone movie. It's a tie-in movie. Oh, absolutely. Because it ties into the other X-Men movies. And it's like a direct sequel right from Apocalypse. Because it's the same thing. The secret company that's spying on mutants. Stealing their DNA with the the needles and the cell samples. So it's like... You had to know a little bit about that to get into this, and in the end, you kind of want to be like, alright, well, are they going to go find... is Sinister going to come look for them? Are they going to fight? It's just over. So it's like such a pointless movie, which makes it hard for me to, like, get past, but as a movie itself, you know, it was okay. They never really explained in detail what they do. You know what I mean? No, like, like
1: any, you didn't get any detail about any of their powers. There
0: wasn't a lot of meat to this movie. It was like... She arrives. Hey, everybody doesn't kind of get along. Has, like, secret past. Some scary shit happens. Now the demon bear comes and then it's over. Yeah. And that that was really it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, so spoilers. The... Danny creates... She manifests the demon bear. Yeah.
0: Because she has a power set that... Her powers are very... A lot to get into. But, like, she can manifest people's, like, darkest fears... She used to go by the code name Mirage. So she used to go... She used to manifest your, like, um, scariest things and make them real so they would come at you. They kind of got away from her doing that, and she became more of a warrior. Because she has these, like, psionic abilities. So she would make uh, psionic arrows and shoot them and do, like, psionic spears and knives and bullets and things like that. She became more of a fighter and a badass, and not so much with the whole... I can make spooky things appear and stuff like that. You well, know? more than
1: appear. I mean, they were there.
0: Yeah, she manifests uh-huh. in real. Um, they didn't really get into... She can communicate with, like, animals and calm them down, like she did with the bear and all that. Okay, so that was yeah. they
1: were kind of hinting yeah. at Easter egg for for the deep comic fans. Yeah,
0: so they never really got into, really, her other stuff. They kind of did the thing where they were shown psionic energy. They were talking about, excuse me, psionic energy. yeah. If you're an X-Men fan, like, Jean's a, a level, whatever, psionic ability. You know, Xavier, all these people have psionic ability. Okay. You know, manifest that energy in them, and Danny's pretty powerful with that, you know. Um, Ilana's another hard one to describe. Like, she has real goofy powers, too. They didn't really go into a lot no, of No, they talked
1: about her going into her special place. Limbo. Limbo mm-hmm. And did, like... Did her powers grow from Limbo, or did or did she, like, when, as a child, when she was being attacked or whatever, and she said she spent too much time in Limbo, is that, like, was her power to go there, and then she developed more power? She does get more
0: power being there. Okay, okay. Because yeah. she's, like, the demon queen when she's there, and gets, like, demonic demon legs and... Horns and all this stuff and everything. Interesting. And she rules like you know limbo and all these demon realms and that. But yeah, her soul sword. They did the whole. Which looked good. Yeah. Lo- I know. mean,
1: from a from a special effects perspective, this movie was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Wolf Spain was very same. You know, she can get werewolfy, but then full dog mode. You yeah. Know? So they touched on all that. I even like how they did Sunspot flying around. I didn't like that he got hurt so much because Sunspot's thing is when he's blasting... Was that?
1: Was that Sunspot or Cannonball? Cannonball, sorry. Okay, Cannonball. When
0: cannonball's blasting, he's not... He's impervious to pain. So he has, like, a vulnerability shield around him. Okay. So that's why he's able to, like like a Cannonball, shoot himself at people, knock, like, the juggernaut over, and he's, his neck isn't broken from doing it. Okay. So the whole thing of him, like, shooting around in a circle and landing Bounced and breaking on arms yeah. didn't really make sense. Unless his power shut off and he landed hard, you know. But, like... Yeah. You know cool when he was flying when they yeah. were showing it because he blasts like a cannonball. You know. And I thought he did a good job. Like, the accent was that yeah, was not his real yeah, accent. The I, thought he, accent did, was I thought he did well. Um, um, Roberto, I liked that they did Sunspot where Sunspot's ability, like when he absorbs that that solar energy, it also makes him strong. So they did do yeah, that. Yeah, where, where he, he, was, picked he up caught cup. the stuff from the bear. And he was, just turns like all black like a blackout, like a Sunspot. And looks like that. Okay. So I like that they do that more than him just being a fire guy. Because he's not a fire guy. Like, it's not like melting fire yeah. and all that, you know. Which, that's how they portrayed him in um, uh, Days of Future Past. He was like a fire guy. Yeah. You know, he's just a human torch. So I like that they went away... In the beginning, he was just fire guy. Then at the end, they did a little strong stuff, yeah. you know. Uh, now,
1: so- it what, what power did... Like, is Dr. Reyes from the comics? Yeah,
0: so she's Cecilia Reyes. She was... She was introduced... Like, there was a time when they introduced these three mutants all at the same time. It was Marrow, She had bones that protruded out of her body. She was a Morlock. Maggot, whose intestines were like snails. He was real goofy. And then Dr. Reyes. And, um... She, like, produces energy shields. So she was, like, a healer and a protector. She was never a fighter. So she became, like the X-Men's, like, resident doctor still okay. is. And she would just do those protection shields and, like, Sentinels would attack and all that. They kind of amped up her power that she had it over the whole place. She was putting bubbles on people, and they made her a little bit more powerful. Well, and...
1: She, I mean, she kind of knew she was what she was doing, yeah. so if she was normally an, X- and an X-Men in the comics, she wasn't really...
0: Sorry, while well, my daughter... Sorry about that. When you have a kid at college, you got to answer the phone because you don't know if the dorm's burning, or if they need money, or they don't know how to get the Roku working.
1: Well, and then my realtor texted me, and I had to talk to her for 15 minutes, yeah. so... so we were a little, a little out of sorts. More we'll out of sorts for tonight.
0: But that's, I mean, that's generally it. We talked about... And we talked about the setup. Um, you know, I don't know. There really wasn't much else. Meat for this movie. No, no. The like bear said, was kind of... It was cool looking. There really wasn't much, about the creepy guys... Yeah. Or, okay, you know.
1: Now I wonder, like, were those actually creepy guys, or was that just something she made up in her head because she was being
0: abused as a child? Ilana? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They they were weird. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised she didn't mention Colossus, like her brother at all. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. They didn't do anything. Oh, yeah, Rasputin. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know what they remind me of? Because in the episode was on in the background, like the Buffy show. It was yeah. the bu- it was the silent speak. the yeah. silent gentleman from uh, yeah, the would Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, you had the love affair that they threw in between Wolfsbane and, and Danny and Danny, which obviously isn't comic book accurate. They are very close, like more like sisters in the book. You know, Danny, her magic. I mean, all those New Mutant girls are very very tight. But they went with this, you know, I feel those love stories they just throw in, like, how do you develop into this? You knew each other, like, two days, all of a sudden it's this love for each other. It's just, you know, we got to have a love story. Well, and, and you know, it, it's... A modern
1: love story. They're, you know, traumatic events brought them together, and, you know, they were 16, they were experimenting. They were
0: experimenting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like... What's there really, only six people in that movie? Yeah. Seven counting the dad? Like, yeah. It's a movie shot with seven people like in, in an empty building. This movie should have been shot during COVID. It's a perfect COVID shooting movie. Yeah, and, and it people. should have cost
1: about $25 to make.
0: Yeah, well, this, they did the effects. Yeah,
1: I mean the effects after that. But
0: I wonder if Marvel boosted up those effects. Like if that was always what magic looked like with the sword and all that.
1: I don't know a good question Fox was definitely trying to hide that they didn't want people to see yeah. that or it was never done <laughs> yeah. like you said or if Marvel finished it, yeah. it. I um, like the
0: Lockheed stuff that Lockheed wasn't real and in real life he would go through limbo he would come out and be an actual dragon Yeah, which you know kind of they changed yeah he was lot, cool he's cool Lockheed's an X-Men favorite everyone loves Lockheed he's with the he's with Kitty Okay, you know, he's, he's an X-Men staple he lives at the Mutant Mansion you know All right. So they had that. Not a lot of other Easter eggs after that, you know? Just really didn't really do a lot, you know? No. It was
1: a filler movie that was setting up what they wanted to do in the future.
0: Yeah. So if it would have kept on the X-Men timeline, you would have saw that movie at the end. You would have had James McAvoy and that Storm show up, because it's in the 90s, recruit them, right? Because that's when Apocalypse is, is it 80s or 90s? Apocalypse is 80s, and then Dark Phoenix is 90s, right? Yes. I don't know. I mean, of those movies like are like 40 years, James McAvoy looks the same. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he gets more Xavier at the end of the Apocalypse movie. But they would have showed up, had them, and then maybe, if they would have done, done it right, because I think that movie was even filmed before Dark Phoenix. I think it was. And it then was. just never came out. Maybe they could have been in Dark Phoenix, you know, at the end, or something like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Well, I did read the... Um, uh, what's it called? The the post credit scene that they ended up having to cut supposedly revealed um, Antonio Banderas as a character. Probably Mister Sinister. Mister Sinister with all the Essex stuff. That was yeah. that was it. I heard. I read an article a while ago. I think maybe even Brock brought it up that he saw something that said there was a a bunch of people online were speculating that Proteus. Yeah. Was like the ultimate bad guy behind I the said whole that, thing. Yeah. Okay.
0: That obviously wasn't true. Yeah. Yeah. It was Danny messing with everybody. Okay. I like that girl. She wasn't a bad young Danny. I mean, I don't know. Ideally, if I like to see Danny in another X Men movie, I'd like her a little older and more, more of a badass. More established in her. Yeah.
1: I mean, this was really, it was her origin, like her power origin story. I
0: think Danny's a good character to have. You know, she's an American Indian. It's it's a very diverse storytelling. X Men have always been at the forefront of oh, telling yeah. of telling true diverse stories, not something forced. Yeah. that that's like feels unright. They had it. They had everybody It all bases covered. And it's good to see an American Indian superhero badass like Danny is. You know, I think that I think that's something that would be cool to see in the future if they brought her back.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and I like. I, you know, the girl that played Alana. she's a little strange-looking in some scenes, but she had a good Alana vibe going, you know. Yeah. Very good vibe. I think they could have had more of a cast. I think you could have done a couple extra mutants there as well, too. Yeah, even if they didn't have big parts, they were just, yeah. you know. A couple other people that... I think you should have done some people that were, like, sacrificed, like... There were students there, and they're killed by her, and they're wondering where they went. Yeah, you know, there's a ton of new mutants. You, you could have used Rusty Collins and Skids and all these other <laughs> new mutant members that have been around, or Richter or anybody else, and been like, "Oh, where are they at? Oh, they're gone. They took them, you know, and they left." You know, I like they snuck in like some code names, a little bit. Yeah, where he said he zips around like a cannonball. They did that, you know.
1: They didn't say anything for Sunspot. I don't think did they. No. And then magic, you know, she called her, basically called herself magic. Yeah,
0: and I guess Wolfsbane had the wolf's the or The W. Yeah. Scene where she jumps down and, like, mauls Cecilia Reyes, that was, like, an odd, crazy scene. Yeah. Because, like, it looked like she landed on her and cut her up a little bit. Then when you saw her close, her face is all cut up and everything. Yeah, she messed her up. And they never really got around. Maybe the end scene is because you saw the guy who was constantly watching them. Yeah, you know. Doesn't make sense to me that Mister Sinister, if he is the the one behind it, would be like kill off Danny. Like he likes powerful mutants, powerful mutant gene DNA that he. Well, he said
1: take the DNA DNA and then kill her. her.
0: I would think he would want her to experiment on her more, you know, and mess her up a little bit. I, 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 it's so annoying to me that we were so close to Mister Sinister through. 50,000 X-Men movies that we had to sit through and we were so close to him because he is my favorite and I love him and we got a shit apocalypse, that horrible apocalypse and then we were this close to getting like a cool sinister run and then it kind of fizzled out. Well, then Marvel bought them and then, you know.
1: Maybe Marvel will go that route.
0: He's a different he's a different character. I know the route to go to is the easy Magneto route which people like but I feel if you're doing an MCU thing it, that I wouldn't go Magneto first round first out of the gate. I would maybe introduce Eric Lentzner and maybe know that he like, you know, is around and you know maybe a little spoiler for him. But I wouldn't go right out the gate with him. He's like Green Goblin like they haven't done it yet with Spider-Man. Yeah. I would start the first movie with Sinister. You know, I'm, I'm an evil scientist that collects mutants to experiment on him and experiment with their DNA and do things to him. It's a different route, you know. You don't need a build-up to him? I don't think so. Okay, I think you could just come up... Apocalypse, you build to. Yeah. Magneto, I think you can build to now, and I, like I said, I think you could introduce Eric Lensner and be like, oh, he was my friend, and maybe show some scenes of him. But you don't want Magneto right out the gate either, like you know, I feel well, like. Well,
1: because Marvel tends to get rid of their villains
0: right away, yeah. and
1: you don't want Magneto gone first out of the gate.
0: I want Magneto taking on the whole game of <laughs> Avengers. Is what I want. So I don't know. We could sit here and write that forever, but yeah, new mutants. I don't know. I don't even know how to rate this movie. I'm
1: I'm just gonna give it two and a half cheese wheels because I I did enjoy myself. I, I at the end I was disappointed that we're not gonna get to see more. Yeah. It wasn't but it wasn't like fantastic. Yeah. But it wasn't a terrible movie either. No. No. So I right in the middle, two and a half cheese wheels.
0: I think I'll go two and a half Dragon Balls too. I think that's exactly where it needs to be. It's just there. Yep. It's something I like I said, I probably won't watch again. Maybe it's on Disney Plus, I'll sit there and watch it for free with the kids. Yeah. But it's just like, meh, okay. And
1: there you go. All right. All right. Like, Make share, sure. subscribe, invite, tell your friends, check us out at KFPodcast.com, uh, the KF Podcast on social media, and search the KF Podcast on all your podcasting websites. See you